Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Matt Jones. He's Randy Scott. You know him from SportsCenter. When you turn on the screen, you say, who is that handsome man giving me all these news and highlights? <laughs> You're probably saying Randy Scott. I mean, there's others too, Mm-mm. but they're not him. And that's why he's here, <laughs> and it is time. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Been doing three hours. This is our fourth one. A lot of stuff happening today. USA draws with England. Right now, Missouri and Arkansas are in the Battle of the Ozarks. North Carolina and North Carolina State are in the Battle of North Carolina. A lot going on. (laughs) Florida and Florida State, they're going to play in the Battle of Florida. That's the names of these things. I I don't make them up. But Randy is here, and one of the things they like to do on this show, they do top five and bottom five. I did the top five moments from yesterday in sports. Now it's time for the bottom five. I can't do it. I'm not pessimistic, angry, always wanting to fight the world, but Randy Scott is. So now it's time for the bottom five. Which teams were great? tackle at the 15-10-5. Touchdown! What player was not? Does he hang on? Intercepted! He couldn't hang on! This is the NFL Top 5, Bottom 5. Randy, let's use your overall surly view of humanity to a positive use, and let's get started. What's number five? Number five. Patriots pass defense. I want to put this into context here. We know about Kirk Cousins at night. Any time slot that's not 1 p.m., he is a pedestrian quarterback at best. And what they allowed the Pats defense did, an 81% completion percentage and three passing touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. That is the second worst pass completion percentage allowed by a Belichick defense in this New England era. Goes all the way back to the year 2000. I'm going to act like you didn't do that That's last right. part. But That's but the right. point was a very good one because <laughs> usually people say that Belichick feasts on quarterback's weakness. We saw it doing with, with Zach Wilson last week. I don't know what happened here. Maybe it's a short week, playing on the road on Thanksgiving, but it was very surprising. What's number four? Number four. The foods and the beverages we're forced to eat. There's societal pressure. Turkey is one of them. Turkey's dry. Hell no. Turkey's dry. Cranberry. Cranberry sauce. Oh, no, you just haven't had it the way the blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Cranberry sauce is bitter and it's gross. In the can, it's better than most, but if it's in this fresh whole foods sort of like actual berries in there. In the can? You you would be better off. You'd be better off eating whatever you find in your gutters. I'm telling you. You are one pathetic loser. So you're telling me turkey is dry. Yep. Cranberry sauce is bitter and gross. Yeah, 100%. Well, I think you're dry, bitter, and gross, and I think that's I'm not, crazy talk. I'm also not finished. I'll put beer up there because here's the thing. Hell no. no you don't like oh, beer? No, hold on. You get the family member that comes over with the, no, this is the, the, the Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat beer, the hoppy <laughs> blah, 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 and it's the heaviest dang thing that you've had on a day where your stomach is full. You want to tie one on because you've been avoiding political conversations all night. You need to relieve a little bit of this, and you can't because you're full, and all you have to drink is your beer snob cousin's beverage, and it's the war- cloud blah, 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 and hoppy blah, blah, this. No, bourbon. Give me the give, – get. it's efficiency at that point. You're just carving out space in your stomach. So it's all the food and drink that we're pressured into having on the holiday. Well, first of all, far be it from me to ever say anything bad about bourbon because I'm from Kentucky. But seriously, we started this show talking about how you're un-American, and you continue to prove it. You're against turkey, cranberry sauce, and beer. 
Unbelievable. Just on Thanksgiving. Just on Unbelievable. Thanksgiving. Oh, you like turkey not on Thanksgiving? I like turkey sandwich. Like, give me deli turkey. Yeah, I'll eat that. But this carved nonsense. What? Uh-uh, man. It's a choking hazard. Unbelievable. What's yeah. number three? Number three. Josh Allen's interceptions as we bring it back to sports. He's got four of them in the red zone this season. And you're like, yeah, it's not too bad over 11, 12 games. It's bad because it all in the last five. He's getting more careless with the football. It makes me wonder if he's seeing, A, things that aren't there or flat out not seeing coverages that are adjusting to him. I mean, the league's going to react to a guy who came out of the gates like a house of fire, and he has to adjust to the adjustment, if that makes sense. And so far, he's not. He can still make the special plays. Like you said, Matt, the ball that he dropped into the bucket to Stephon Diggs to set up the game-winning field goal, he is. you will still take his highs over his lows. They're just more lows lately, if that makes sense. I like how you're now accusing him of delusion. Like, he sees things that are not there. But, like, are you suggesting he go on medication? I mean, like, I don't know exactly what that is. I still take Josh Allen. If you're going to be a gunslinger, sometimes you got to sling, right? And so he's slinging a little bit. And sometimes those slings aren't going to work. But I'll take the winning slings over the boring uh, version of most of the other quarterbacks. What's number two? Number two. Christmas tree haters. I have my Christmas tree up and it's lit and we it's been that way. Haters. What a it's dork. Been that way for a little bit. My kids in my what house have dork. to be the one to hold me in check. Once Halloween's over, once we get so my, my daughter was born on Halloween, once we get through the birthday and the Halloween festivities, to me it's Mariah Carey and let's just fire it up and get Christmas off the ground. And I, in the background of my Thanksgiving photos is a Christmas tree with the lights on and I got people critiquing that. Like I'm smart enough not to put a picture of my food on Twitter, but you put a picture of your uh, of your Christmas tree and you still get roasted. So you're telling me you're anti-turkey, cranberry sauce, and beer, but pro-Mariah Carey music? Oh, Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas is you. That's uh, I'm just saying Christmas music. That's all. Fire you it up November 1st. But you 1st. specifically said Mariah Carey. Like you could have taken yeah. any Christmas music and you decided that the thing you wanted was Mariah Carey. Thank you. That's the je- – come on. This is iconic. Like, yeah, you know, Blue Christmas by Elvis, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Those are classics, and those get rotation. But this this will play a couple times a day when I have my kids Can I tell house. you that since I left my house in Middlesbrough, Kentucky, to go to Transylvania University for college, go Pioneers, I have never had a Christmas tree up since that day. What? 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 Never? Will you will you stop texting and listen to me? I I'm telling listening. you, I've never had a Christmas tree. I'm refusing up, to And you're sitting this. there, you're texting DoorDash trying to get your dinner. <laughs> Randy, let's go focus here I on this. I, I gave you an objectively crazy fact, crazy, and you didn't even respond. This, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll put it to the room. What's crazier, that he's never had pie, that he was in his 30s before he had cake, or that he's ne- that he hasn't put up a Christmas tree in 20 years. I think it's the pie. Thing. I think it's pie. It's pie still, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. But at least, at least I know when I'm sitting at home, not with the Christmas tree, that you are at home listening to Mariah <gasps> Carey eating canned cranberry sauce. What's oh, number one? My Lord. Number one. Mike. Uh, now blame my kids for this. Okay, I love them, all of them, especially the daughter. But. <laughs> They, as soon as we are done with pie, like we'll go and we do three pies, pecan pie, apple pie, pumpkin pie. In addition to the barbecue spread, the turkeyless barbecue spread that was fantastic. Shout out Blue Ribbon Barbecue in Newton, Mass. But we do that and I'm telling you, the dishes aren't even off the table yet. And my kids want to jump on the trampoline outside. Have you ever done this? 
with a full stomach, like a stuffed to the gills stomach. That it's it is, and you can't say no. I can't say no. I'm a complete pushover when it comes to that. So I'm out there, and, my, and it's an out of body experience, Matt. Like I'm, my body's moving in one direction. My stomach has a lag time to come with me on the trip. You know what I'm saying? It's awful. That sounds to me like the definition of white people problems. You're saying to me that the hard thing for you in Thanksgiving is that you have to jump on your like five thousand dollar trip. It's not a five. That's what, a five thousand dollar trampoline. That's what your that's what your difficulty is. Is that your trampoline is? You know, some people like me, we have to work on Thanksgiving. You <laughs> are worked. like, oh no, Randy Scott has to jump on his trampoline. I'm sorry, is your yacht not clean enough either, Randy? <laughs> are your fifties too big for your wallet? Are your diamond <laughs> shoes too tight? Listen, I'm sorry, it was cold. And I was oh, heavy. Man, I was I weighing things down. We weren't getting optimal lift because I was holding things down. Oh, I, was I, a, hate that you, I hate when you don't get optimal lift. It was a black hole. This Listen, it was a pandemic purchase for the kids. It's We've gotten our, our miles out of it. Was it for the it. kids or was it for Randy? Yeah, it's got a 500-pound weight limit so I can get out there. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, that weight limit was put to the test because I was full of food that I chose. That's what it is, too. Like, you know, Friendsgiving versus family Thanksgiving, like if you get stuck working and you're kind of like with the people that you choose to be with instead of the ones that through bloodline and genetics you have to be with, that's my food philosophy. Choose the food that you have on Thanksgiving. Eat what you feel thankful to have, not obligated to have, which is turkey and cranberry And sauce. listen to Mariah Carey Christmas. until the sun goes down. That's what I'm talking about. Now we're on the same page. Yes. Now we're on the same Randy, page, Matt. Do you want to do you want to take Scott. us into into break? No, no, or do you want I, me to what do I want to do is just imagine a day at the Randy Scott household. <laughs> you know, you time. sit around, yeah. you listen to Mariah Carey, you look at your eight Christmas trees, yes. you jump on the trampoline. Like, uh-huh. what an amazing life it must be to be a Sports Center anchor. <laughs> Got lights everywhere. I like to blame the kids for a lot of it. Got Christmas uh, lights everywhere. Peppermint this. You know, hot cocoa, that. Like, we're living it up. We go, Our whipped cream budget is through the roof this time of year. Buddy. I don't want to know about your whipped cream. Candy it's and Carlin everywhere. is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every, mo- make every moment more with FanDuel. Well, not everybody can have the life Randy Scott has. Some NFL teams, in fact, might have to change their quarterback. Who should do that? We'll tell you next here on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You miss Canty and Carlin. 
All right, who do these quarterbacks belong to, huh? Belong with is a better way of saying that. How's that for? We're segueing like a mall cop here. What Just a Paul. Tra- what a tra- I wish you all could have seen, by the way, Paul here on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I wish you could have seen Randy Scott dancing right there. Like there. <laughs> He was dancing like a teenage schoolgirl right there, and he was uh, so happy listening to, to – was that Taylor Swift or is that – I don't know who that is. Don't pre- now, listen. Listen. Don't pretend. Don't pretend you don't know. Talk about not being American. Don't be- – <laughs> well, was that Taylor Swift? That's Taylor Swift, of course. Okay, so I got it right. Don't get mad at me because I wasn't sure. I don't, I don't celebrate her whole catalog. She seems like a wonderful person, mm-hmm. but I have yeah. aged out of the Taylor Swift music. It's right in your demo. I get it, Randy Scott, but that doesn't mean we all have to do it. <laughs> I, her, her concert tour is a bane of my existence, man. I wasted two days of my life trying to get tickets to that. Up here in Boston, did not get it. Had three full shows to try but for. But it may be what finally brought down Ticketmaster because the Justice Department oh. is investigating them. Yes. So Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift may have finally ended the monopoly on ticket fees. Well, I mean, the fact that it's unless been a, they're an advertiser, at which point we love Ticketmaster and check out Ticketmaster.com. I don't think they are. I feel pretty safe. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure. I have to yeah. be careful when I'm on ESPN because I, <laughs> I, I never know. For one day, I just went off on a restaurant, and then I literally had to do a read that was like, "Get a cheeseburger," and I went, "Ooh, I'm sorry." I no, that would. I, we've had that order and and that directive on Sports Center where it's don't even. It's also like don't give free ads. Shout out, yeah. shout out Pat McAfee, who I guess is in the family now, but it's no free ads. Like, don't get out there and say, you know, that I ate at Cheesecake Factory last night or, you know, whatever it is, which I didn't. I don't want you to get an idea of the, f- fulfilling your $5,000 trampoline idea. I just threw yeah, it out there. You got kicked out of Cheesecake Factory. so that's, You've been kicked out of a Cheesecake Factory? No, I said they, they don't let you back in. There's a, Your picture's on the door. <laughs> I've, been, I've been kicked out of a, uh, and, and did have a photo taken, Polaroid, uh, at, a, at a go-kart track in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I often wonder... <laughs> If I brought my kids back, would they know? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. What kind of person gets kicked out of a Myrtle Beach go-kart track? A I winner. mean, they literally, they open up the prisons at Myrtle Beach go-kart tracks, and you got you got kicked yeah. out. A winner. Oh, a wow. winner gets kicked out, okay? I was trading well, paint. I was out there to win, and I was a little bit winners. too aggressive. So you're wrecking children. That's right? fine. I was putting them in. It's not a wall. It's made out of tires. You can Timmy, you're going to be fine. All right, so we were talking about quarterbacks. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. He's Matt Jones. Uh, he's got a, It's weird. It's funny. You can't see him. He's got a white wig on. Very judgy. I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Just don't use your cell phone because um, Matt will call you out. So which NFL teams could be <laughs> making a change at quarterback for the 2023 season? And then what veteran quarterbacks do we think will be available? So one list might inform the other, Matt. I, I mean, do you want to – do you want to start? Well, I think you start you by saying what – you think you start by saying this. There are probably four, maybe five first-round quarterbacks in the draft. C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, Bryce Young, Alabama, Will Levis at Kentucky, uh, probably Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, and then there was some talk about Hendon Hooker, although unfortunately he tore his ACL. But they, there's four, maybe five guys that go in the first round, and I would say at least three of them, Stroud, Young, and Levis, go in the top five or six. So you just start by saying the teams drafting up there are going to pick them. So the Panthers, they're going to pick one of those guys, right? I think that's yep. almost certain. The Texans are almost certainly going to pick one of those guys. And then after that – I'm not exactly sure who the third will be, but it'll be one of those teams. So really, when you're talking about whether or not you make a quarterback change, Randy, I think it's important to understand what you might get. 
this is not going to be like the last couple drafts where elite quarterbacks slip because the top teams don't need them. The teams with the worst records this year need quarterbacks, yeah. and this year quarterbacks are available. So if you're the Giants, the Saints, the Commanders, Colts, Jets, and you think you need a quarterback, Randy, I'm not sure there's going to be one at the draft because I don't think they're going to be there when you get when you pick. So then you have to say, do I want to go and get a veteran? And I think that's a different conversation. And when I say that one list might inform the other because the other list is what veteran quarterbacks do we think will be available? Exactly. They, it really Derek does. Carr, to me, is an example of a guy that the Raiders probably need to move on from. But if I'm one of these teams, I'd if I'm the Jets and I could get Derek Carr, I could be a Super Bowl contender with Derek Carr. And if I'm the Raiders, I want to go ahead and move on, go to one of these young guys and draft them. I think that's the kind of move I could see happening. Well, and we talked about potential coaching changes earlier, and it really does depend on whether or not you believe you believe that Josh McDaniels can develop a young quarterback because Derek Carr is what he is. He's 31 years old. He's efficient. If you need seven, it's third and seven, he'll get you six. But if, do you agree with me that, like, if you're the Jets, you'd you'd be a Super Bowl contender with Derek Carr? I don't, I, no, no, I don't agree with that at all. I thought you were kidding. Is that is that an actual thing you believe? Oh, I do think that. Look, because I mean, the they're very good? good. Well, they're very good right now with terrible quarterback play. You very give good. them they're average. Six and, they're six and four. Yeah, but I mean, they listen. If they'd be eight and two, if they had a good quarterback, and if they're eight and two, they're a Super Bowl contender. So I think you could, if you're oh. the Jets, you are not as good as the Bills and the Chiefs. But there's no reason, in my opinion, the Jets couldn't be the third best team in the AFC if Derek Carr was their quarterback. I'm, I have such a recency blinder on with the Jets. I, you're right; they beat the Patriots last week with an even serviceable quarterback. You're right about that, and that beat puts the Bills, at, and that puts them at seven and three. And then, do they beat the Bills? Okay, maybe. I mean, there's there's a whole. I'm not saying. I no, still think the no, Bills I'm, and the I'm Chiefs would be better. Yeah, I think they'd be better teams, but I think the Jets are right there at third. And and Carr, to me, if you were to sort of map out what does above average but not star quarterback look like, you get a picture of Derek yeah. Carr. Yeah. And I think a team like the Jets, all these other teams on this list, they don't necessarily have contending teams but the Jets do and I think a quarterback like Derek Carr would be a huge thing for them I look at this list as it's Matt Jones Randy Scott and for the guys Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio and the ESPN app I look at the potential quarterbacks who could be available here and it is such a disparity age-wise as well I think Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo have made themselves some money this year whether it's in their current locations the Lions and the 49ers respectively Derek Carr kind of becomes a fulcrum point just because the Raiders right now with three wins on their season could be in line to draft one of the quarterbacks that you mentioned because it is such a quarterback. Not heavy, but there's quality and quantity. Does that make sense? But there's three guys, those three guys I mentioned, Stroud, Young, and Levis, they're going in the top five or six, yeah. and, the, and the Raiders will have one of those picks. So they're going to get a chance to do it, yeah. and if they want to do it, They've got three guys there. They'll probably get the third ranked of the three, but they could get them, and it might be worth making the change. Brady at 45 will get to call his shot in terms of a winner. So if you look at this list, Giants, Saints, oh, boy. But none of these teams are better than the Bucks. Not one of them. Giants, Saints, Texans, Commanders, Panthers, Colts, Jets, Titans, Raiders. There's not one of those Saints teams that if I'm Brady, I think is better than the team I have. Saints are, Saints are better with Tom Brady at quarterback. They are. They are. A lot, the receiving talent, if you can be the guy, if you can be Tom Brady and convince Michael Thomas to actually play the game and get his butt on the field, 
You've got Mike Thomas. You've got Chris Olave. You've got Alvin Kamara. That is a better core than what he has if in Tampa. If they can stay right healthy. Mike if, Thomas, Michael Thomas never healthy. In a better offensive line. But you're right. Michael Thomas never. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Our, same could be said for us. Randy Scott, Matt Jones. In for the guys. Hey, a reminder, tune into a football doubleheader Sunday as the Browns host the Bucks. Hey, Tom Brady and the Bucks, followed by the Saints at the 49ers. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. We're going to try to get your money right with our next guest. It's Matt Jones and Randy Scott in for the guys. Canteen Carlin, ESPN radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. You said Hard Rock to come in as a rejoin. We got Dude, it. My man loves him some Hard Rock. Eric Moody, headbanger. It's Matt Jones, Randy Scott. Love it. I just want to let it breathe for a little bit. But, Eric, we appreciate the time. He's our ESPN betting yeah. and fantasy analyst joining the show here. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. This song older than the man we're going to talk about first. That's Kyler Murray practicing full. <laughs> <laughs> he practiced in full yesterday, and uh, that's the good news. The bad news is when he has been playing, I've referenced it throughout the show, talking about Kingsbury and the Cardinals, that second-half swoon feels like it's already started here for Arizona. He's expected to start on Sunday against the Bolts. What's your realistic expectation for Murray's uh, fantasy output? Yeah, no, I still like Kyler Murray in fantasy. I'm still viewing him and having him ranked as a low-end QB1. You know, he's a dual-threat quarterback. He can create points with his arms, also with his legs. Still has DeAndre Hopkins and others, other wide receivers on the team that are injured right now. But he's a quarterback who's averaged 19.6 fantasy points per game this season. Look at the Chargers. They allow the eighth most total yards per game to opponents. I'm very comfortable starting Murray. Jamar Chase expected to be active after missing the last three games. If you're a Jamar Chase owner, what do you do? You put him back in and hope, or do you wait a game and see what happens? Well, I think you have some fantasy managers out there where they they may not they they may not be in a position to to wait. And so I would roll the dice, put Jamar Chase in. I have confidence in his coaching staff if they are going to play him that he's healthy and he's able to go and won't risk re-injuring himself but in the three games that chase played before the injury like he averaged 25.7 fantasy points and so i've had him ranked as a i think i have him ranked as a mid-range wide receiver one right now so i'm comfortable starting him 
We're talking with Eric Moody, our ESPN betting and fantasy analyst, to join the show here. And you got some guys that are available on some waiver wires here out there as free agents at this point of the week. The fantasy managers should go ahead and think about adding to their roster. Maybe even somebody who's you know looking to replace a Joe Mixon who's now out this week. Yeah, I've got a host of names. I'll run through all these pretty quickly. So if you need a quarterback, look at Derek Carr. Like he scored 18 or more fantasy points in three consecutive games, really calibrated with Devontae Adams. If you also need a quarterback, look at Jimmy Garoppolo, criminally underrated. Like he scored at least 16 fantasy points, including a season-high 25.4 fantasy points against the Cardinals on Monday night, you know, in every single game of the season. So he's another great option. If you're looking at a running back, Isaiah Pacheco, you've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, high ankle sprain, he's on IR. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pacheco had a career rushing game last week, pick him up, but then Rashad White, um, like we had news, you know, that broke today about uh, Leonard Fournette is doubtful. So Rashad White's going to have that backfield still available in a high number of ESPN leagues. Finished uh, the last game that the Buccaneers played prior to their bye week with 105 rushing yards, you know, his uh, best game of the season. And Latavius Murray's out there. He's going to get a ton of volume and an uninspiring Denver Broncos offense. But Samaj P. Ryan, we talked about Joe Mixon. I'm looking at him as a – I would say a volume base like RB2, even in a tough matchup. But I'll kind of close out on wide receivers. If you need a receiver, look at Donovan Peoples-Jones, another guy that's criminally underrated. Season high, 17.1 fantasy points against the Bills on Sunday. Five consecutive games of double-digit fantasy points. Last but not least, my guy, Traylon Burks. He's healthy, looking dominant. Had eight targets, 18.1 fantasy points Thursday against the Packers. Both career highs up at this point. He's someone that I can see continuing to get actively involved. So if you need some help for tomorrow and Monday night to close out this week, here's some names that you should keep on your radar. Great stuff. Eric Moody, ESPN betting and fantasy analyst. All right, I, 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 spent, I was up all night last night, and I was doing some research, and here's what I figured. <laughs> all right. Tennessee and Cincinnati are an absurd 15-1 and one against the spread since week three. Tennessee is 8-0 yeah. and o against the spread in the last eight games, and Cincinnati is 7-1. and one. So it's like the irresistible force miss, you know, goes up against the immovable object. It's like when the Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior went at each other, the <laughs> mega powers are about to explode with <laughs> Macho Man and Hogan. These two teams are great against the spread, but this week they play each other. The Bengals are favored by three against Tennessee. Which team streak continues, and who gets the heavyweight and intercontinental belt combined this Saturday, Sunday in Nashville? I love the references. I'm like, you two gentlemen had me at Master of Puppets at the beginning. But I do like I do like the Titans uh, in this game. Their, their passing game is trending up. I would bet on them to cover the spread. Uh, they've got a solid pass defense, run defense, is stout. Uh, interesting stat. Um, you look at Mike Vabrum. Uh When he's had at least 10 days of prep uh, for eight regular season games since he's been the head coach in 2018, in, the, in those eight games, I'm like, he's 8-0 against the spread. Furthermore, you look at this Titans team, they're 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight home games and 6-0 and oh against the spread in their last six games against the AFC. So I think this is a Titans team that's talented enough to outright win this game. That's who I bet on. All right, wow. Eric Moody, 
or he's, he's betting been, on the ultimate warrior against Hulk Hogan. <laughs> for now, those of you keeping track at home, I remember that. I remember that growing up because my parents WrestleMania never, six in Toronto mm-hmm. and the crowd turned. They came in rooting for Hogan. Yep. They rooted for Warrior. It was a pivotal moment in the history of the WWE. All right, well, fast forward. Oh, yeah. Fast forward, same spot. WrestleMania twenty. Crowd came in rooting for Rock. Left rooting for Hogan. It was the same both, dude. Both exactly. Both events in Toronto. You never know about that Canadian crowd, That's Eric Moody. I'm saying. All right, so. <laughs> With this in mind with our ESPN betting and fantasy analysts, are there any other lines, any other lines, or even you know, player props, yardage props, touchdowns, whatever it is, that stick out to you as juicy this weekend? Yeah, I've got two in particular I'll touch on that I'm kind of drawn to like a moth to the front, uh, to the flame. Excuse me. Like I, I like the commanders uh, this week to cover the spread. Uh, they got a, a really good defense. They're playing well. I think they're going to force this Falcons offense out of their comfort zone, which is running the ball. Like they rank fourth in the league with 32.8 rushing attempts per game. If you look at this commander's defense, they rank ninth in ESPN's run-stop win rate. So it's just really an intriguing game between these two teams that they're kind of jockeying back and forth for playoff position. If you look at Washington, they're 18-7-1 against the spread in their last 26 games following a straight-up win. So I like them. Last but not least, you know, I like Michael Carter this week. You've got uh, Zach Wilson that's been bench. You got Mike White that's in. He's going to do what he can to kind of elevate this Jets offense to respectability, if I'll say. And I think it's a prime matchup for like running back TDs. So I like Mar- Michael Carter in this as a anytime touchdown scorer. Like he's rushed for uh, a TD in each of White's two starts uh, when he finished the game last season. And the Bears, I'm like, you know, they've allowed like an NFC high uh, 12 rushing touchdowns to running back. So those are two bets that I like, gentlemen. All right. I like that. I respect, you know, betting on, let's say, the Giants yesterday. Double-digit spread. You get the backdoor cover. That's great. But if you sprinkle in a little Saquon Barkley anytime touchdown score, wasn't a ton of value. But, but that same game parlay fun uh, can really boost your odds. So keep an eye on Michael Carter with the Jets. Eric, we appreciate it as always. Thank you for the time, and thank you for, uh, for celebrating the medal with us as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> you got to love Metallica, Master of Puppets. Until next time, gentlemen. All right, man. Thank you. How far back do you go with him, Matt? I mean, he's been doing it this year. The thing is, I like to – we ask him fantasy questions. I ask the guy, the person, where they're from. I make fun of their town. Then he gives them advice, and then I hang up on the person. Don't it's, show, a great, it's a great gimmick. Don't show how it's made, man. you got to leave some mystery for the folks. It's Matt That's Jones true. Randy Scott. This weekend preview is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways that you could save. We're going to find out how a cat broke a Guinness World Record when we go three and out when we return. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for Pound, the biggest show on ESPN Radio. word there there's a lot there's a lot you can do there's a lot you can do with this and the crowd gets into it because you sing the first verse straight forward straight forward, and then they look at you like who's this six four hunk of beef up here just they don't say that they think it they don't say what? it but they think it they don't say it it's just I, depends they don't even on the bar it. you know they just, just here's what they think mm-hmm. that man needs to calm down <laughs> <laughs> and just take it down a notch. They're like, I'd introduce him to my daughter. And then you drop the F word a few times and they're like, don't take him home to mom. Hell That's no. what they think. I don't think they say any of those things. At There's least not, if they know you. They think it, though. It's Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. Matt Jones, Randy Scott landing this bird. Hit us up. Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. We won't answer. Can I Show's say something real quick over. before we do our little thing here? Yeah, Missouri yeah. is about to beat Arkansas. And Arkansas is probably the leader in the clubhouse for me for most disappointing team in the country this season. That was a team that literally thought they were going to challenge for 10 wins, maybe be the second best team in the SEC West, and instead they are not even going to be bowl eligible. I'm – it, you know, you can have well. Texas A and M's right there with I them. Was I mean, gonna, the two, yeah, both those teams yeah. are kind of competing for most disappointing year. For a while, it seemed like Sam Pittman and those boys kind of kind of traded on playing Bama tough for three quarters. You know what I mean? It was they, they were hanging their hat on a loss where they lost. Well, they're going trading away. right now on losing to everybody. I mean, yeah. losing to Missouri is, and, and this makes Missouri bowl eligible. But that's a bad <sighs> loss for that program. I don't know how healthy KJ's been over the last month. I know he missed that win. Um, golly, I can't remember who it was because they absolutely boat raced Ole Miss, but we're starting to realize that beating Ole Miss uh, that badly doesn't mean a whole lot. But that's, you know, congrats to those guys from uh, from Columbia, I suppose. Uh, you know, bowl eligible is no small thing up there in the SEC. But, yep. All right. So, all right. Hey, uh, do we do three and out? And with a little story time mixed in, let's hit it. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. All right, where are we going to start? We can start football of an international variety? Let's do it. United States. This is tremendous. It's why it's why United States wins 0-0 is trending on Twitter. We tied. We drew with England at the World Cup. Halfway around the world. Who was our Qatar hero? Thank you for asking. It was Matt Turner. That's pretty good. Couple heads meerkatted up over there in the yeah, Qatar hero. Take it. It's my gift. We was, it was a good one. Make, listen. It was a good draw. You know, with a with a I've I'm I've come around on it. We should have won. The three points were there, but I'll take a draw. We didn't lose. That's where our bar is right now. You know what I feel like sometimes when I listen to your jokes? I feel like I'm watching King of Queens. I'm watching a show that there are people laughing at, and I don't understand why. Like, when I would uh, see uh, King uh, of Queens, I'd be like, this show uh, is watched by 10 million people. I haven't laughed once in five years seeing it. And that's kind of how I feel with you, Randy. Like, you're like, Qatar hero, and then you sit and look, and, I like, the crowd's, and the crowd's laughing, and I'm just sitting there going, people are so easily pleased nowadays. Mm-hmm. The bar is low. It's still a bar. Low-hanging fruit still has citrus. That's but, what people don't to, realize. But to your point about the game, this is a great result for America. Really, the more important game was was Iran beating Wales because now it makes it to where it's very simple for the United States. Beat Iran, you go through. 
tie tie or lose, you're out. And Iran is not a very good team. If the United States cannot beat Iran, they don't deserve to move forward. Tuesday's a huge day for the future of American soccer. That is a fact. Tuesday is going to be agonizing. You play Iran Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Win and you're in to the round of 16. The next one, uh, I don't know what I dislike more. Um, Turkey, carved turkey or cats. But Flossie's 26. Flossie was officially crowned the world's oldest living cat by Guinness World Records. British-born, Flossie has set a new record as the world's oldest How living cat. Guinness World Records will award this title to the feline born in 1995. They don't know that. I, every time I see one of these awards, like it's the oldest goat, you know, it's the smartest turtle. I'm like, you don't know that. Like, there's no way that Guinness knows every cat. They can look all around the world. You're trying to tell me that every single cat in Papua New Guinea, you know, yeah. Guinness Book of World Records uh-huh. has their birth certificate? Stop it. Flossy, that's nice. Oh, it just so happens it's in Britain. Oh, it just so happens it's in like one of the, you know, Western countries. It couldn't be somewhere else. I do not believe in these records of oldest animals they're fraudulent get them out okay that's a strong take i just don't like cats that's my thing cats the cats are the um, i'm fine with cats but if, don't oh lie no. to me about their age there's if no you, cat no. database where if, you find out who the oldest fattest skinniest cat is if you take that doesn't a, happen domesticate all domesticated pets cats wait <laughs> the least amount of time to eat you if they think you're dead dogs will go a <laughs> week good. dogs will darn near starve themselves that? cats Cats get just a little rumbly in the tumbly, and then you're you're missing some toes, man. You can't take a very long nap around cats is what I'm saying. Finally, the last one, Mohammed bin Salman gifted each Saudi Arabian soccer player a Rolls Royce after their win uh, over Argentina. It's valued at about 500,000 euros, which is – about 800,000 That's American. pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, I, I think like in Saudi Arabia, having a Rolls Royce is awesome. I feel like though everyone in Saudi Arabia seems to have a Rolls Royce. Like every time I see Saudi Arabians, they have all this money and they're so excited. But what a win. The pictures of the celebrations there yeah. was absolutely unbelievable. I, that's what I love about sports are moments like when Saudi Arabia won and people go crazy. So congrats to Saudi Arabia. And if you want to give me a ride in your Rolls Royce when you come to Lexington for the horse racing events, <laughs> I'd love to go with you. Buckle up because this thing has a V12 with 48 valves. You don't even know what that means. Gasoline you don't know what inject- a V12 is. I know it's more than the V6 I have. It's almost twice as many What, is, what, the is, what does the V even stand for? V- uh, I think it's uh, velocity. I think because no. Okay, yeah, 460 sure horsepower, zero to, zero to 62 miles per hour, 5.7. We're done. Matt Jones, Randy Scott, Spain and Fitz next. <laughs>